1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
2: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, McCoy.
0: Hey,
1: McCoy.
0: Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave us a five-star review. <laughs> yes. Hello in the chat. I am talking to you. You better hit that like button right now. Thank you guys for joining us. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Espo and Gerald Borgay. Saul will be joining us here in just a little bit, but first we have a special guest in the house, Andrew Gaze. Thank you for coming through an Australian basketball legend who is here on tour with the Adelaide 36ers and Australian Maid. How are you? Thank you for coming by.
3: Well, we're a lot better this today after a <laughs> surprise win last night, a fantastic <laughs> game, and uh, very proud of the way in which the uh, 36ers represented the uh, the NBL and also, of course, Australia. It's, uh, it's gotten a bit of traction in Australia, as you can imagine, and we're all super proud.
0: Got a lot of uh, attraction here as well.
3: (laughs) Yes. Different, uh, different Different kinds. Different reasons.
0: First, I want to thank you,
1: Andrew, for being the most decorated person on the program, Mm -hmm. dethroning Lindsay. Her two Emmys, she (laughs) usually holds over us. Uh, But yeah, but you're much more Mm -hmm. decorated. Wow. You
0: are far more decorated. Yes. (laughs) Far
1: more, I see.
0: (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about last night, just from, obviously, I'm sure you guys had a blast at that game, Yeah. kind of from your vantage point, what did you see that uh, favored the 36ers?
3: Well, you always go into these games with very high expectations, but we've been uh, doing these uh, uh, NBA games with NBL clubs for probably four or five years now, and the closest we came was a few years ago when Melbourne United, one of our other clubs, uh, lost to OKC by a point. Mm-hmm. so we've been close and there's been a lot of international teams uh, come come through and you know you come in and you're hopeful but very rarely do you come away with a win so the, it's not just the win I think it's the way they played you oh, you could if you're in the at the game, the the oohs and ahs that, and the surprise factor mm-hmm. from the fans on the way in which the Adelaide 36ers in particular shot the ball. Yeah. Okay. But it, it's easy to be intimidated. Uh, I've I've actually coached a team and been on one of these two. It played against the Clippers one time, played against Utah. And it's hard not to be in awe mm-hmm. uh, some of the times. But uh, 36ers got some high-quality players. Guys are on the fringe of the NBA and uh, they – Caused a major upset, and it was a a (laughs) lot of fun if you were an Australian. Not so much for you Phoenix fans, but early days for you guys, I'm sure.
1: Explain to me, is it normal for NBL NBL clubs to shoot like 70% from three? Uh, Is that that
3: traditional down there? I don't think it's normal for anyone uh, to shoot uh, as a team Mm -hmm. uh, the way they did. And the other thing is, if you look at the NBL, uh, our our three point line is, is is closer than that. So, this was a little further mm-hmm. than what we're normally accustomed to. But with some of them, I mean, it was <laughs> Steph Curry type range with yeah. uh, Randall. Some of the shots they were taking, you'd normally look at it and go, like, well, I'm on the sidelines thinking, oh, gee, that's a bad shot. Oh, yeah, it went <laughs> in. You know, it was one of those types of situations. But that's the way the game's played these days. And mm-hmm. uh, they got some really good talent and they took it right up to them. And it was, they got an unbelievable reward. Yeah, that
4: was the one thing that stood out to me watching the game was you mentioned, you know, sometimes being in that situation, it's natural to feel in awe. But they just like took that moment and completely owned it. Um, And we were talking to Jock Landale at practice earlier in the week, and he was telling us about how like he feels like this is a good opportunity to showcase the NBL. And he was saying, you know, it's case for being the second best, third best basketball mm. league in the world. Just what did this kind of mean for showcasing NBL talent?
3: Well, in Australia, we love to pump ourselves up in <laughs> regards to the rhetoric about how good the competition is. Mm-hmm. But basketball is not the main sport. There, there's NRL, there's AFL, there's other uh, sports that go on. That we're, we're sort of that next tier down. Mm. And uh, a lot of people think, oh, yeah, that's just – PR speak, <laughs> a bit of rhetoric about your competition. And now when you have a result like this where you have some really tangible evidence mm-hmm. of how good our competition is, that people stand up and take notice. Mm-hmm. And uh, our league's already started. The Adelaide 36s they weren't there for round one. So that was their – they play some preseason game, but that was their, their first game. And you get this adrenaline <laughs> shot where you're in this magnificent facility playing against a team that was a breath away from – Uh, the finals last year. So it was an exciting time for them and, and they made the most of it. Mm -hmm. I
4: I, I did want to ask you because so many Australian basketball players, you ask them about anyone who's been on the team recently or, or going back to, to your playing days. And there's just such a, a reverence and respect for each other and a camaraderie. So how close are you to like Jock and, and some of these other guys that have come through the program? Well,
3: I'm really close to Jock because um, I actually coached him before he actually went. He was played for one of my teams before he went to Samaritan. Okay. So I, I got to know him quite well. And I'll be 100% honest, he had these high, lofty goals when he was before he went to Samaries But what you see of Jock right now. Is a long, long way away from what he was <laughs> before he went to college. It was this chubby guy that was <laughs> keen and had the right. It was was there, but perhaps didn't have the right work ethic. And I remember there was a a couple of times when we, you know, we laid it out about what it's required, and and he had these unbelievable ambitions of what he wanted to do. And in the back of my head, I said, "Well, mate." make sure you get those studies done because I'm not so sure you know. <laughs> in my own head. But, uh, but to his unbelievable credit, the way in which he then committed himself, uh, changed his body shape, became more athletic, worked on his perimeter shot. It is a a really good story of someone who has been born with some DNA that's allowed him to be almost seven feet but uh, really committed himself to what he wanted to achieve, mm-hmm. and and it wasn't just talk. He, he actually applied himself, and it, it is one of the more remarkable turnarounds when you see someone at that stage to mm-hmm. where he is now, and I have nothing but praise and admiration for his dedication and commitment because it, it, you, that doesn't happen by accident. It mm-hmm. takes a lot, a lot of hard work, mm-hmm. and he is fantastic. And, and Josh Giddy, who's another one that mm-hmm. we, we're going to see, uh, he, he is – Like my second son, he's he's. I played with his dad. I coached him from the time he was eight or nine, and through the junior ranks, and I know him really, really well. Mm -hmm. So looking forward to to catching up with him, and uh, he's at the start of his journey. But his rookie season last year was something really special. So the high expectations on him, and we're proud of all the Australian guys. I think that right now. Um, the the narrative around Australian players is they're really tough. Mm-hmm. They come with a really good team uh, ethos, and they uh, just have a a nastiness about them mm-hmm. that teams like to see. There's mm-hmm. that toughness that they bring to it to a team, and, and they're really good teammates. So. That has, uh, it all bodes well for the next generation coming through, whether it's a coincidence or whether it's part of our culture, whatever the explanation is, <laughs> it's something that a lot of people like. Hey, you guys should be, we remember Aaron Baines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Bainesy was, was here. Mm-hmm. And the good news about Bainesy, he, he's had a tough time after he mm-hmm. had a, a setback in Tokyo with the Olympics. Right. And uh, he's had a tough time, but he's back now playing with the team in Brisbane and he's he's, he's healthy, he's happy, and it's, it's looking really good for him. Yeah,
1: well. I was just going to say, we're no strangers to Australian centers. Luke Long, Aaron Baines, now Jock. We we know him around here pretty well.
0: Going back a little bit to Jock and just that work ethic that he had to have in order to get to this point in his career, do you think that could take him to yet another level now that he's in the NBA and has um, access to all of these great coaches and teammates and whatnot?
3: Yeah, well, his story is one that... He he wasn't like a lot some of the Australians we have in the competition. He went to college, went undrafted, went to Europe, spent some time there, uh played in our NBL before he got signed by the Spurs. And the Spurs were like were, they were in the you know a lot of times about that opportunity. And Matt Nielsen is one of the assistant coach for the San Antonio Spurs who worked with Jock with the Australian team, and I think that was a big part of how he got that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And uh he he's under no illusions about him still trying to establish himself as a NBA player and a long-term NBA player. Mm-hmm. But you look at what the team is, how the team's been constructed this year and he's going to get an opportunity. He he didn't shoot it that well from the three point line yesterday, mm-hmm. but he's, he can, he can shoot it from there. He's a really good athlete. He runs the floor. He can defend fours and fives. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that with what we've seen with Phoenix, he's a really, really good fit. So hopefully it, it, it sticks and, this is the start of a, a long and proper prosperous career for him with Phoenix and also a, a great opportunity for Phoenix to to have him and help the program.
0: We're big fans of him on this show. He yes. joined us about a month ago <laughs> mm-hmm. in studio. Yeah. We had a blast talking with him, so we're very hopeful that he can uh, stick here in Phoenix and and be Yeah. Was he a master of sarcasm
3: when he was a Oh, real? he's pretty good. Yeah. He's a bit of a smart ass. He, yeah. He, just a bit. He, but, but he, you know, he, he does it in a good way. And, and mm-hmm. I think that that's something about the, the personality or the nature of Australians. We, we, we're pretty laid back. We're self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. We, uh, you know, we're pretty humble. So he's, um, you know, I think he'll fit in well. And that's why I think that he and other Australians are loved as well because, you know, it's really important what you're doing out there, and there's a lot at stake, and it's big money, big business, all those types of things. But you always got to keep it in perspective, and I, and I mm-hmm. think that he he's got a really good head on his shoulders, and he, he he will keep it in perspective.
4: He uh he definitely has a good rapport with his team. He's only been here a couple months, yeah. and it was interesting to hear the way that they all just talk about him and. Uh, he's trying to get Mikhail Bridges and the rest of them to try Vegemite. Yes. Do, you, do you have a pitch for him well, that we, will help him? Last
3: <laughs> night, we interviewed him for uh, one of the programs that we do for, for Back Home, and it's going to be – I think they're going to take bits and pieces of it and put it on the Phoenix uh, social media as well. Yes. And and yeah, he was talking about it, and <laughs> we, we gave him a whole bunch of things, uh, Australian-made things, because mm-hmm. that's what – this tour – is, yeah, it's a basketball experience, but it's also an opportunity for us to promote Australia. Mm-hmm. Have people come and visit, have come and people look at Australian products and and see what we can do. And I think that we're so far away sometimes that people think of Australia, and a lot of Americans don't <laughs> always understand mm-hmm. uh, that that we're a very advanced, civilized country that can do some really <laughs> good things. So it's um yeah, so so that's part of the. The, the the reason why we do these tours as well, and but he he said he's t- tried to share some Vegemite with a few people, and they haven't necessarily embraced it as as you would think. But um, have you guys ever tried Vegemite? I have. Yeah, no. it's a beautiful, beautiful on toast. It is mm-hmm. a bit salty, mm-hmm. but we I remember like I've got four kids, and my mum. We used to, you know, when you have your uh, a dummy when you're a baby, your mm-hmm. dummy. Well, you call them um, pacifiers. Pacifies, mm-hmm. Yeah, you, 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 we they dab a little bit of Vegemite on it. Really, <laughs> sucking away on the thing, and they go straight to sleep. So hopefully, <laughs> yes. it's. Yeah, there you that, go. we hasn't <laughs> done any damage to us. We yeah. usually do bourbon here. <laughs> oh, yeah, bourbon. Oh, that'll, be, uh, that'll certainly give us some rest. I
0: well. think my friend went about it the wrong way. She had me try a little bit straight out of the tube first. No, and no. And then that's... she gave it to me on toast. Yeah. And by the time I got to the toast part, I was already like, nope, yeah. this is just not for me. Yeah,
3: it's a bit Can't of a funky it. smell, too. It's got, uh, got yeah. a little... Not, not a nasty one, but it's different. It's a I also
0: different. think the color kind of maybe throws it off a little bit. You think so? <laughs> yeah, maybe. But maybe. Well, we're
3: so used to it. And... um Oh, there wouldn't be very rarely a day I go by where I don't have some vegetable yeah. a sandwich yeah. or a toast or something. So it's it's obviously pretty popular. But you need to try it. Yeah, and, and
4: I've never tried it. And so I was saying, the next time we have Jock on the show, oh, we'll just oh, have to try yeah. it live on the show.
3: I'll try. I'm somebody that'll try anything. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Anything. I'm, right. I'm up for it, especially yeah. food wise, as as the physique shows. I'm, no, I'm no. not afraid of the food. <laughs> yeah. so. I did. I so I have a. I have a friend, Lee Ellis, uh, part of the No Dunks podcast. I I, I was talking to him last night, told him you were coming on the show, and he wanted me to ask you about this photo, if you could explain it. We have it here coming up on the screen. Uh not that one. <laughs>
3: that was a good one. <laughs> that is. Oh, you're This one. Oh yeah, yeah. Can, can you explain this photo to me? <laughs> well, it actually got worse. That was one I, I got hit. I was playing a game and you know the blood rule, you can't come out and you've got to stop the bleeding. Mm-hmm. And back when I was playing it was it was a, they were a lot more pedantic about making sure that you, so I, I actually still have the scar on here. I got hit um in the, the jaw and in the same game, so I had to have like six stitches on here. In the same game, I actually got hit on the back of my head. So I had him going, I had the bandage going around this way and then I had to have it going around this way. So I was like, "So your mut- whole head was covered. That's right. And, and look at the size of my head. That's a lot of tape. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, that was, uh, and you kept playing. You didn't stop. Yeah. yeah, That's right. Now these days with head injuries and without uh, what happens with, um, health and safety mm-hmm. protocols, they're a little bit, more strict about, True. hey, mate! I don't care how good you think you feel; you got to sit down. But yeah. back then, oh, strap him up and get him out there as quick as you can.
4: Oh, that's funny! I mean, a lot of Suns fans—you probably just gained a lot of favor with them because we've seen Steve Nash wrapped his yes. nose, his whole head. So I remember that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we have comments already being like, "It looks just like Steve Nash." Yeah. That one time.
4: Yeah,
1: <laughs> i I had one final question I wanted to ask. You played uh with the spurs and for
3: well for- played is a very loose term <laughs> you were with the spurs i was better? with the spurs i didn't play too much but it was uh yeah it was the the, the year that uh i was part of the 99 championship winning team so and do you have the ring it. At- i do have a nice, ring now nice. it's uh it's one of those ones that if and, and i and i say this quite seriously if you looked up most irrelevant player on a championship <laughs> roster. There will be a happy, smiling face of me. I, I'm, no. sure one, I'm sure you're one. i wrong above Adam Morrison. Who yeah, you've got you. to be higher no, than Adam No, no, I, I was there, and it was a it was actually a, a more later stage uh, of my career when mm-hmm. I, I went there, and uh, but just incredibly privileged opportunity to be in a situation that uh, the, the team won the championship mm-hmm. and. Uh, although I you know my role and your competitive instinct was you, everyone likes to play a bit more but when you've been around you you understand you you, you got to just do what you can and I was I was part of a part of the group <laughs> along with you think back and some of the icons of the game you know mm-hmm. Tim Duncan, Dave Robinson, Steve Kerr, Mario, Ellie, Jerome, Kersey, Will Perdue, uh, these guys Avery Johnson uh just was there Antonio Daniels it was a just a fun fun group to be a part of and of course uh, got to experience the legend Greg Popovich yeah <laughs> uh, and 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 that is an experience it was it <laughs> was bad. one that, that you know, he he made a left a remarkable impression on me and as I went into coaching and did some coaching for a while in the NBL to There were often I'm reflecting back on times and trying to think, well, what would Pop do in these circumstances? So it was just a a privileged opportunity, and had a great time, and obviously very, very grateful to be uh, on that team. I I, I keep the ring in a a trophy cabinet. I don't. I'm sort of one of those guys. I don't know know how whether I can really strut (laughs) the ring because, you know, when you're sitting on the sideline in a suit half the season, it's not quite the same. But it was. It's still a great honor
0: it still counts for us oh yeah <laughs>
3: oh good it's on you. Still I appreciate it. It. it's
0: more rings than we have here in <laughs> phoenix so, I, I Combined. <laughs>
3: just another <laughs> feather
4: in your cap seriously if you don't know about andrew gaze look up his stats look up his resume because this is an australian made legend oh, I supporting appreciate australia it. made so yeah
3: no no i appreciate it and it's uh, yeah we're having fun and most importantly our our team represented as well <laughs> yep. yeah so, they uh, did it, it, hopefully it, it it inspires people to want to check out australia and if you're sports fans and your sons fans, come down over the summertime, or our summertime, your wintertime, mm-hmm. and uh, see some really high quality basketball. We will
0: definitely. We'll try and make uh, it out sure. there as soon as possible. All that's that we have the sure. budget? We got,
1: <laughs> yes, we got the budget. to <laughs> yes. all right. Perfect. We'll,
0: we'll put this out there now. All the Super Chats from here on out will go towards our trip to Australia. So just throwing out out there, you guys, if you want to make that happen. Drop a couple Super Chats. Andrew, thank you so much for coming by and spending some time with us today. We really appreciate having you here. Our chat, big fans of yours. We had Edward say, I don't know, I'd be sporting the ring, congrats. So (laughs) if you do wear it out, you will have a lot of supporters out there. And even though it hurt our feelings last night, congratulations to the 36ers. (laughs) Happy for you guys. I know that was probably a really special moment um, for all the fans out in Australia who were able to watch that game. So hopefully you guys have continued success here in just a few days.
3: We appreciate the hospitality. You guys have been fantastic. And uh, good luck to the Suns. This season, I know, although we got the win, now that Australians <laughs> have seen our team beat you guys, there'll be a little small piece of their heart goes with the Suns, so I'm sure, because we'll we of Jock. So good luck and hopefully have a, a fun season. Yeah, yeah Just right.
1: make Thank sure you. the 36ers win the title in the NBL <laughs> well, <that's> so <laughs> we feel a little bit
3: better. Right. It. <laughs> no worries. Go, good you on go. you guys. Good luck. Thank, Thank, you. Thank, Thank
0: you so you. much. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break because i got to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you were on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Book app last night, and you put a little scratch down on the 36ers. You probably won quite a few dollars uh, with that game and how it ended last night. If you're not already on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you should absolutely get on it because it makes watching sports so much more fun. And right now, new customers can bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough. Everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlay. So right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With bigger payouts than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you use that promo code PHNX. Again, that's promo code PHNX when you sign up on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Just a reminder, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply See show notes for details. Espo, you told me today that you almost bet on the 36ers last night. You should have gone with your gut. You should have followed through. Even if you put 10 bucks down, you would have made some cash. It would have felt
1: like, just being honest, it would have felt like dirty money uh, to, <laughs> to do that. I had my lifelong friend text me. Uh, he was like, it was like 5 o'clock. He's like, you see all these NBA scores a day? I guarantee Suns 36ers is the uh, is the closest of any of these preseason games. I go, you know what? You're probably right. And I was looking at the line, and then I'm like, nah, I can't, I can't do this. And I'm disappointed I didn't because at least I would have had some rooting interest uh, on the uh, on the side that won last <laughs> night.
0: So. Or you could have – well, you know what? If you if you felt like that money was a little dirty, you could have always just gone down to Four Peaks and drank your sorrows away with some delightful beer. I'm just saying I could have you could have just used it for that I don't know but I don't know if you guys haven't checked out Fort Peaks beer I definitely think you should because it's delightful and it's local and we love both of those things and it's good for watching Suns games.
1: I don't know anybody delightful, so I can't speak to that.
0: Gerald's delightful.
1: Thank you. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the,
0: the other Ger- three of us, I'm questionable. Sure. Gerald is delightful. delightful. Andrew awesome. was delightful as well. Andrew yes. was delightful. Andrew Gaze was delightful. Yeah, I liked delightful as well. Also, I'm bummed that you were on vacation last week because you missed out on our uh, haunted ghost tour at the brewery. I heard it was Which was so much fun. I, I've awesome.
1: actually told the missus I'm going to make sure to... Take her on a date to do that because you guys look like you had so much fun with it.
0: So. <laughs> you should. I think that's a great date night, especially now that it's spooky season. It's officially here. It's October. We can be as extra as we want. Four Peaks is a great place to get some food, some great drinks, and have a little bit of spooky fun at the same time. You
1: know what's not spooky that they have at this time of the year? Pumpkin
0: Porter. Mm. Mm. That
1: stuff is spectacular, and their Pumpkin Porter cheesecake is to die for. I, every
0: time we go into there, into that brewery, I see the sign for the cheesecake. and I'm like,
2: I gotta get one. Of Have these. you ever had it? No. Oh, we, oh, we had like so good. a whole pie the other day. Yeah.
0: What? Well, that's what you happens you when, you,
2: when you show up at 11 o'clock. <laughs> that's what you get. Sorry. It's tough tough
0: who eats cheesecake before 11 o'clock and the whole entire cheesecake the what? whole you could have saved one slice <laughs> for 12
2: that's no, for the early risers
0: wow okay i'll just buy my own it's okay <laughs> i get it <laughs> just a reminder though to enjoy four peaks bear you must be 21 years or older and we ask that you enjoy responsibly see eli in the chat gets it hashtag feed chelsea first <laughs> at least <laughs> oh, somebody, somebody cares yeah. at least somebody here cares thank you Eli. i appreciate you see
2: how you said free feed chelsea yeah. Cuz like that's the only way we get Lindsay is if 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 we make you happy. <laughs> no.
0: So I embrace
2: the Chelsea. <laughs> I'm saying. All Chelsea all the time.
0: <laughs> all right. We have a super chat from Andrew. Thank you Andrew for your super chat. Also I was like half joking about super chats going to sending us to Australia but also not uh, joking well, at all. Well,
2: you know honestly like let's be real. If we get jocked back in the studio one more time. Mhm. I think we're gonna make that happen. That would be incredible. These DMVR guys went all the way to Serbia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was an epic trip, and like I said, I've I've bragged about it a lot just because they, it was just a once in a lifetime type trip. I think we could pull off the same thing into Australia. Mm-hmm. I'm not even lying. I would be Let's here for it. it. I would be absolutely here for it. Yeah, you'll be here
4: for yeah, it. Yeah, you'll we'll be here. there we'll be for
0: there. it. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, back to Andrew's Probably got another wedding chat. to go to
2: anyway. Oh, no. Andrew <laughs>
0: said, not panicking yet. Remember, we went all in four in preseason in 2020-21 season. But, yes, we are always inconsistent at times and lose to a bad 36ers.
4: Guy. That's a nice segue into <sighs> Here we go. Well, so, we with
0: that being said, <laughs> last night, obviously, the Suns played their first preseason game against the 36ers, and they lost mm-hmm. 134 to 124. Congratulations to the Adelaide 36ers. Yes. Unfortunate conversations for us to have today on the Sun side of things. But before we dive into takeaways, just I want to get a gauge of where you guys are at. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most... Severe of a freakout. Where are you guys at?
2: Ten being the most severe. Yeah. Oh, I'm at like, I mean, what's less than zero? I'm I at said a, a scale
0: a of one to ten. I have a, to pick one. I'm at a two. A two. A two. Okay.
2: two. I'm,
4: I'm at, at a one.
1: A, I'm at a one and a half, maybe. Like the only thing that happened last night was we learned that the bench is what we thought they were mm-hmm. not very good, but they're not all going to come in at once like they did. Uh, throughout that game last night. I'm not overly concerned. Now, if they get trounced on Wednesday against the Lakers,
4: then we can start having some conversation. I don't even think then. Like, I I feel like everything that we saw last night was very predicated on we're going to experiment, we're going to... Like do the things that they have said they were going to do as far as letting Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges initiate more offense as far as getting D.A. the ball and letting him go to work a little bit more, which we which was one of the encouraging things from last night. Um, I think the only concern was a concern that we already had as far as the bench. Um, But again, there's not going to be those platoon style substitutions that we saw. The starters are not going to play 22 minutes on a night on, on a regular NBA night. So I'm really not all that concerned. I think the bench has concerns, but we already knew that from the start. Starters played fine.
2: Yeah, I mean, you, you didn't strategize this game whatsoever. You weren't trying to look at matchups and put, you know, <laughs> right. and move Mikhail around or D. A. Or you, you just you just played ball, got the guys into a flow. Yeah, the the 36ers came out and they played amazing basketball. Like, cool it doesn't it doesn't matter it just doesn't matter like and even the bench like i i listen i'm not trying to downplay how bad this bench is going to be i think i think this this bench is not going to be good mm-hmm. i know that but um i don't even know if last night really confirmed that either like in terms of like solidifying the fact that they will be not good i i just i'll wait until we get to the regular season and see how it plays out and see how they really manipulate their lineup um to to, uh, you know, really manage the bench as well. And I think that's something that they didn't really do last night either.
0: Well, and didn't Monty address that postgame as well, mentioning that, you know, further on in preseason, he's going to tinker with some of those lineups. And Espo, you had said it earlier today before the show started, it was kind of like hockey substitutions last night, which we likely will not see in the actual season, regular season. Also,
2: the other thing that, that really bothers me more than that, honestly, is the fact that there were so many guys that didn't play. Yeah, I think like, that what was... what the fuck is the point of the preseason if you're not even going to get a look at a, a lot of the other guys?
1: Yeah, where was our guy Dwayne Washington? Yeah, and like, I don't started. get
2: that at all. Like, bro, this is not the playoffs. You can play Aaron Holiday today, Monty. Can I uh,
1: Can I put the tinfoil hat on when always. it comes to Dario? Yes, well, <laughs> tinfoil hat time. Uh Maybe he's in a deal with Jay that they're working on and didn't and they want, don't to want risk him to get him hurt.
4: Dario? Yeah. It's entirely possible. Monty, when asked about it after the game, said we just have so many bigs, it's hard to play them all. And after a year away, it was he's gonna get looks in preseason as we go along, but after a year away, he just maybe isn't there's quite ready f- for that only type of thing. I just
0: don't buy Guys, that. Though.
2: There's only forty eight minutes of the game. I can only do so much. The, what? <laughs>
1: He just played six games in FIBA in the Eurobasket.
4: But he also did bring up the Jock Landale thing, which is something we had talked about last week on the show. I had said, I think Jock is shaping up to be the backup center. They want to get a look. They've liked what they've seen in training camp. Monty mentioned it again last night, and Jock was the first backup big to come off the bench at that five spot. I really do think he might lock that spot down. And so now it's a matter of, okay, can Dario play the four because that's where his minutes might be. You know when you find that out?
1: In a game against the 36ers <laughs> in the preseason. You don't find it out game one in, in the regular season. You experiment with it now. That's why it didn't hold a lot of water to me. It doesn't it, he, maybe you're keeping the bubble wrap on because you ha- you're you working on some sort of deal. A bigger deal, because if you add those two guys together, you're pushing $20 million in salary. So then you're talking, John Collins... Baines, uh, you know, you know, Harrison Barnes. Excuse me. I was Not like, Baines, "What? Harrison Barnes? <laughs> what? No. Uh, Harrison Barnes?" You're. We
4: you're saw starting. enough from the NBL. It's yeah. time to make some trades, e-
1: Eric. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're trading for all NBL guys for the best. <laughs> we just uh, yeah. swap. Yeah. Swaps like unit. yeah. So there 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 well, that's my tinfoil hat. When I was watching uh, that, that was what I kept. I don't really even thinking. think
2: that's really tinfoily. Is that a word? No, it's
1: not. Tenfoiling? It's not. Maybe it's we'll just it. a hat. It's just a
0: hat. It's just a hat. It's it's so, hat. Know, I think that there's some legit.
2: Hat. You could definitely look at that and say, okay, well, this could just could absolutely be happening. And uh, listen, man, I, I again, money just baffles me from time to time. I just don't understand it. I don't understand. Listen, the the four or five games they'll play in the preseason is cool, you tinker and you, you know, you manipulate things and try to get, you got to get guys reps. That's the most important thing. You played Booker and CP3 and DA, you know, 20 minutes, let them get a flow. But this is more also an opportunity for you to see what the hell you really got against other competition. Um, And so I don't understand why he refuses to do this. I just don't understand it. And then, and like the first 10 games of the regular season, really, are not, not a preseason, don't get me wrong, but they are a, an opportunity for Money to really hone in what his rotation is going to be in those 10 games, and then they kind of go off from there. I just don't understand why you wouldn't use these n- meaningless games to get guys reps, especially DNPs. What? I don't understand that whatsoever. Well, I mean, I don't— like. I think he, the way
4: that he justified it was I'm trying to get the starting unit reps together and I'm trying to get the predominant bench group that we're going to roll with reps together. So whether that's because Dario's part of a trade or whether because he's having a hard time figuring out where he's going to slot in as either a four or a five. I, and as far as Dwayne, I understand wanting to get him reps, but he's just not part of the rotation right now. Like he's not. So <laughs> I'd rather him get the bench guy's unit, like get that unit time together together to work out some of the awful kinks that we saw last night than, you know, playing Dwayne Washington, who right now it doesn't feel like he has a pathway to minutes.
2: But if if you are going to go off of that reasoning by itself, right, Mm -hmm. if we have those five dudes on the court all at the same time, we're fucked. Well, yeah, but you oh, yeah, won't. But the, the whole so point... So what's the point of working those five together as a unit? They should never be on the same... At, uh, on the court at the same time. That's my point. I mean, you done. will
4: you yeah. will be staggering those, unit, those lineups for sure. But at times, yeah, you might have an all-bench unit or you might have a predominantly bench unit. And the bench... The starters, we know the starters are going to be good. We know that they're going to come in and do starters things, whether they're playing with each other or bench guys. The bench guys are the biggest question marks. You need to see what they have. What they can and can't do with each other. So I get, like, I understand, like, people were so upset about the jokes and the memes and just the slander that this franchise received after their last two games have both been embarrassments. But like, it's a fucking preseason yeah, I game. I don't care it's about that. It's not worth getting stressed all, over. But
2: again, like, like if we, if Monty really was like, okay, I need to get these starters reps together. I'm like, dude, they've been playing together for three years. Like. What? Not, not with Cam. Okay. Well, I'll, but Cam has been in that same, ro- he's been in that rotation before replacing Crowder from time to time. Yeah. It's not like they've never played together. Like, and right. they've been together for so long. Like, I understand the bench because you got new pieces coming in and you got to try and, and, and work that a little bit. But, mm-hmm. like, I just don't understand the other pieces that you did add. Since you did almost nothing in, in, in the offseason to really bolster that bench, you might as well get the guys that were fringe guys. To come out and see what they got, you know, like even Dwayne Washington. I understand he might be on the fringes, or he might not. You know, he might not even. Hell, I don't know if he, Well, he's on two ways, so he's going to make the roster. But I want to see. I just want to see what what do we have here. And if you're not going to play him against the 36ers, are you going to play him at all in the preseason? Then what's the point? I'm not. I'm not going to accept
1: that Jock Landell slander. That was a good pickup this offseason. <laughs> I own all property in Landell Landing, and I will not take. <laughs> what that is sl- a
4: landing? It's
1: it's a, a large piece of land overlooking like, something. It's a landing. It? Yes,
4: like King's Landing. Anyway, I want. Oh, thanks,
1: Twitter girl. was a toxic. <laughs> Twitter was a toxic place last night, and and this, and when this morning. When is Twitter and and not a toxic place? Like, really so. I mean, when you're especially taking so. when you're taking shanks from ESPN, oh, and yeah. all the big names are getting in on it. So, I want you to pull up a seat at the couch. It's time for a little therapist expo, all right? Okay. Because everybody's feeling so bad about things. I want you to come in. Wait, who's feeling bad about this? Uh, Did you not go on Twitter? You just said Twitter. (laughs) Twitter, For those of you on Twitter. She was very upset on Twitter last time. We need to get her some help. Oh She's struggling. God. I'm free oh <laughs> It's a free, it's a free therapy session. Oh. Sit down on the couch. Sheesh, okay. Just a few things we have to talk about. All right. What's right. so- <laughs> <laughs> <Let's> in? <laughs> oh no! Look, there's uh, our good friend, uh, fellow, a fellow positive vibe guy, Vince Morata, tweeted out. 24 threes on 55% or better shooting has happened only 11 times in NBA history. That was historic shooting by the 36ers, mm-hmm. all right? The people saying, oh, what well, was bad defense. You must have missed those times where Mikhail no. Bridges had his full arm extended with his hand in a guy's face, and he still canned three-pointers. There is nothing to be concerned about when it comes to the Phoenix Suns in this game. For you people saying, oh, the vibes. The vibes are not immaculate. You can tell that it's, uh, that's the way it is. Get over it. The, the starters played well. They were vibing. Clearly, the bench, and they don't
2: have an eight point vibe. They check don't, system. and they
1: should. You know, they, <laughs> I think they need to worry about that. But they, look, there's this is nothing concerning here. And and anybody that's trying to sell you a bill of goods is just just knows that the headline of Australian basketball team beats Suns or NBA championship hopeful, uh, like they just know that gets clicks. Yeah. So don't freak tomorrow or Wednesday's another day and it's all the preseason we all said we don't care about the preseason we don't care about the regular season get to the playoffs like don't don't be overly concerned about
0: debt in the chat said there were multiple logo threes last night give the 36ers some credit mm-hmm. I think we do need to give them some credit as mm-hmm. well and then I also know where you guys can place your blame so my friend Gabe was sitting courtside last night he was talking mad shit to the 36ers to the point where half the team, we're going back and forth with him. Oh boy. Right. So we're oh. going to blame Gabe cuz Gabe's the one who sparked the fire Damn and it, kept Gabe. it lit all night. That's why the 36ers went off the way they did. Gabe so, on
1: behalf Gabe. of Australia. Gabe, it's and all Phoenix. your fault. Screw
4: you. <laughs> why right. are you shit talking the 36ers, Gabe?
0: Yeah. Come on. Aim higher.
2: <laughs> Aspire for more.
0: So, are you not in the mood for jokes today? I don't
2: understand. I well, I, I no, I I I don't know. I mean, I would have shit-talked the 36ers too. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, Until you realized it was helping them. It's the 36ers. We're not talking about Michael Jordan out there. Apparently, like, we were. Okay, like, so then, you know. Right. That's yeah. my point. Why are you even shit-talking them at all? My like, bad. I didn't realize we paid for rain, and now we had to deal with the mud. My fault.
0: That's right. That's what happened. Oh, man. (laughs) Okay. Was there anything?
1: We need Gabe's address (laughs) and or phone number. I'm
0: not going to dox him, okay? I'm just putting the blame on him. Um, Were there any positives that you guys saw from last night's game? Let's focus on some of the positive things here, okay? Let's go
2: Swole Bridges, baby. Yeah, my man looks yoked. I told and, you.
0: And
1: he's freaking aggressive. It was what we were asking for. That dunk he had cut to the rim. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care if you're playing the 36ers or whoever. I, like, that was aggressiveness that we've wanted to see from McHale. I was excited about that. I mean,
2: I, it does matter who you play, but I get what you're saying. I, I Listen, I, if, that's the D, if that's the McHale Bridges we're going to get this year, that's the type of elevation we were talking about from that, from those three, mm-hmm. Cam, Mikael, and Da. And and Da looked pretty solid last night too. Mm-hmm. Don't a whole bunch of times. Let's go, My Jesus! <laughs> Forgot to hear about that shit all year. I'm going to lose it. Um, well, you
1: better prepare yourself I know, right now. I but know. has Monty talked to him? Has Monty
0: said a word to him yet? I need to know these things.
1: I didn't get a bitch about that last week, like I everybody mean, else. So no, It's
0: like a safe Just face.
1: stupid. Just stupid. Just so dumb that oh, they didn't talk.
0: I, I don't give a shit. If
1: DeAndre Eaton comes out and plays angry like he seemed like yesterday, great. It's a win. Like,
2: mm. I don't care.
4: And he was normal in his post-game presser for the first time, for
2: those of you who are I keeping track care. of the vibes.
4: <laughs> like, it's and fine.
2: I don't know how you could say that, Espo. Like... In any work environment, to go three, four, five months without talking to somebody right. is pretty crazy. I would yeah. appreciate it. it's Would case. you? You're so, mm-hmm. bullshit. You're so <laughs> full of shit. You are so full This guy can stop texting us when he's on vacation. <laughs> well, no. I it's didn't bullshit. Say with if, ever, ever. if I go quiet, I didn't say if I go people. quiet to Espel for more than two hours, yes. he immediately asks me, Is everything okay? It's the first like, this person. Bullshit. It's
0: absolute bullshit. If there is anybody here who is the first person to open the lines of communication, and it is you yep. i didn't That's, say yep.
1: which people i did
4: yep. it's
0: not you three <laughs> you
4: can guess if
0: you want oh, but, uh,
4: this therapy session went off the rails quick
2: fuck them <laughs> fuck them all you don't have to talk to win you know, games I honestly basketball.
1: i think it's crap too like <sighs> I, there's no way that there wasn't a text or you know that i just the whole thing is stupid Look, all that matters is what happens when they get in between the lines. He doesn't have to like Money, Money doesn't have to like him. It's basketball. It's not, you know, Kobe and Shaq hated each other, you know, and guess what? They had a pretty damn good relationship on the court that won them titles.
4: I uh, you know, but Money and DA uh, are not Kobe and Shaq. Like yeah, no. I like okay. they were just too supremely. I get what you're saying the point, the larger point. I do think it was weird that they hadn't talked, but it seems like They've either nipped it in their bud or they've collectively decided to move on from it. And so that should be good enough if for us. If we see other signs, then we'll talk about it when it comes up. But yeah, I, I don't think it was stupid to look at it and say, OK, the vibes are feeling pretty maculate right now. Like, this is oh, not no, great. I'm not
1: like I wasn't like, oh, well, that's good. Like, I wasn't yeah. like, it's not a positive, but it's also people like the whole thing's burning down. And I'm like. <laughs>
0: Well, we lost internet connection, and we lost salt, <laughs> but we're back now to finish the rest of the show. I don't know where we were, but what we're going to do anyway is we're going to tell you about our friends over at More Furniture, because at least we didn't lose these comfy chairs that no, we get to sit in not, every they're single they're not buffering. They're not buffering. They're soft as ever. So shout out to our friends over at More Furniture, and if you guys need some furniture to spruce up your home, check them out during their fall sale. It's happening at morefurniture.com. That's M-O-R furniture. Dot com. All right. You ready for a screenshot? I got a screenshot for you guys.
1: Well, can we get a screenshot now <laughs> that the internet's It's an audio sh- yeah. screenshot. It's an
0: audio screenshot that we'll have to
1: talk about, Yeah, too. Yeah.
0: I well, didn't think about that. Well, we, yeah. we can
1: describe it because we'll, we'll put the video up. Together. Anyway,
0: here's your screenshot presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. So everyone in the chat was talking about it earlier. Devin Booker posted a screenshot of LeBron James um, from a press conference back in the day with quote mood underneath it and I want to know if you guys think this is something well, nothing or everything because I,
1: I think we actually have the audio of that press conference Do we? that the, that the well, screenshot that's even was even better
0: because if you haven't heard what LeBron said in that presser well here it is does it
3: bother you that so many people are happy to see you fail absolutely not Cause at the end of the day, um, all the people that was rooting on me to fail, um, just, you know, at the end of the day, they got to wake up tomorrow, have the same life that they had um, before they woke up today. You know, they got the same personal problems they had today. You know, and I'm gonna continue to live the way I want to live and continue to do the things that I want to do uh, with me and my family and be happy with that. So. Um. So
0: at the end of the day, you still broke, you still miserable, and you still ain't Devin Booker. Is it something, nothing, or everything? The (laughs) only
1: thing that was egregious in that clip is LeBron's hairline there. Other other than that, I don't have any problem with what was said or the fact that Devin Booker uh, is projecting that out into the world because it felt like every outlet and every national guy was ready to jump on the Suns the second anything went wrong early in this preseason or regular season. And that was his, I don't give an F about you, and quite frankly— He shouldn't. The Suns have proven themselves over the last few years, uh, and one preseason game doesn't define him or this team. So have your fun on Twitter. Yuck it up, but it don't matter.
4: I'm going to say it's something, and it's more— it's not because I think that anyone should care about what happened. Like, If this had happened to any other NBA team, we would all be chiming in with the jokes too because it's objectively funny for an NBA team to lose to— A team from another league like it just is even if it's preseason like people don't care how many minutes our starters played they just want to make their jokes and they have about this franchise for the last two years because Devin Booker is the face of it and that's where I think it transitions to something because I I understand people are saying I wish he hadn't like acknowledged this at all and had just you know treated it like this is beneath me it's not even worth addressing but at the same time like after the summer that this team has had the way that people have reacted to him being on the cover and him being a top five MVP candidate and him being top 10 in ESPN NBA rank and all this other stuff, constantly saying he's overrated and all this other stuff. Like, yeah, if you had to go through another day of like people joking and making the slanderous comments and whatnot, I'm okay with him addressing it. Like I don't mind it at all. It is something it's clear that like, he's kind of annoyed by it and this is his way of addressing it. But like, I fully support it because it's it's annoying at this point. Or
0: is it just him finally clapping back a little bit? Because we rarely see Devin clap back to anything that is said about him over the course of his career. He's hardly ever done that. So is he finally just being like, go ahead, talk your talk. I don't care because this is my life. I'm doing things that are beneficial for me, my team, my family, generations to come. If you don't like it, we'll get in line.
1: Or, Or was he at the salon with Kendall? (laughs) <laughs> it. Was he stop it. Was he
4: a Bledsoe situation? It had stop nothing it.
1: to do with basketball.
4: You stop it. I look. I again. I I think clapping back is a way of letting people know that you're annoyed. I don't think it means he cares necessarily because obviously you're posting that LeBron James clip. But I don't think it's just nothing for him to say something in this regard over a preseason game. And this is why, again, people don't like. They're going to look at this and be like, wow, he felt the need to address this from a preseason game. But for us here in Phoenix, we understand, like, people have just been talking shit about him for years, and
2: it's okay for him to finally say something about it.
0: Saul, so you think this is something, nothing, or everything?
2: Oh, absolutely nothing. Honestly, like, I think Devin Booker's just kind of sick of it. He's just kind of tired. Tired of the slander, tired of the, of, of the, the sun slander and how – you know how they go and approach their business on a day-to-day basis, um, everything from last year. I, I, I just think like people are so quick to bury them, but never quick to praise them. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I agree with Gerald. I think he's just you know you know what. I'm sorry you guys all have shitty lives that you feel <laughs> like you have to pull me down, but it ain't happening. I'm going to just keep going.
1: Yeah, I got a quarter of a billion dollars to go roll around in yep. and not care about your yep. bullshit on Twitter. Yep.
4: That's the biggest thing that drives me nuts about you. you want to talk about NBA fans or the Twitter discourse or whatever you want to call it. But, like, we've brought this up before. So many people watch this sport just to rip on its best players or on teams, and I don't understand it. Like, every superstar, you could name any superstar in the NBA – and you would, in the back of your mind, think of something that someone has ripped on them for at some point in time. And it's Every like, one. can't that's we just watch basketball to enjoy the fucking talent that's on display and not watch do this? not basketball.
0: It's right. just for clicks. It's content. It's, mm-hmm. it's baited content. That's what half of social media is these days. And it's super unfortunate that we all buy into it, right? Mm-hmm. How many times have you seen people on Sun's Twitter be like, yo... Stop engaging with these outrageous Mavs fans. Stop engaging when the Clippers fans come in your mentions and try and do this or that. Like, at some point in time, we have to stop allowing Mm -hmm. them to... Bait us into engagement. You mean like
1: when EJ did that to me at like one a.m. this morning? Why? <laughs> Wait, why what did, did you? you inter- he was like, "Why are you interacting with this fool that obviously knows nothing about basketball?" <laughs> there
2: you go. I was like, "I don't know." We hopped in my mentions. EJ I, I giving like- you a free therapy session, <laughs> it's <true. laughs> but, <when> it's, <laughs> but it's so true. It it's, it's absolutely true. Like, uh, and and let's we got to talk about this too. Though the NBA is the most appealing sport because they don't, you know, you see them on a, on an every other day basis. You see their their reactions to every single thing. Mm-hmm. There's only twelve of them, and an individual can take over a game from time to time, as opposed to the other sports outside of maybe baseball with a pitcher. If a pitcher's on fire, but like it, it's just it's just a different kind of game, and and it, and it appeals to a lot of people on multiple different levels, and so it's it's the most relatable because you know what somebody's feeling in a certain moment. Mm -hmm. And that's also the bad part about it is because people think that you're vulnerable in whatever moments because they don't understand. That's the biggest thing is like, so many people that have either never played the game or never played the game past like middle school have no idea the intensity and the feelings and the way people approach things on the court. I played against Mike Bibby in, in, in high school. Never had emotion for anything never showed it on his face. He would drop 50 on your head and just, it would be like, I just woke up. You know what I mean? Like it didn't matter. Whereas I would be like, if I drop 50 on your head, you're going to hear it the whole time. You know what I mean? Like people are just different. It doesn't mean one approach is better than the other, but people want to attack whatever approach doesn't appeal to them Mm -hmm. all the time. And I'm here to say like, dude, get a life and go somewhere else, man.
1: Look, valid criticism. I don't mind. It's the, it's the irrational stuff. A lot of times that, that drives me nuts. And so you're totally right that the NBA too is the most shareable sport because they yeah. don't care if you share their highlights or you meme their highlights or any of that stuff. So, you know, while that's a good thing, it comes with the double-edged sword of it becomes a lot easier to cr- criticize in that way too. Yeah.
4: yeah. It's, it's easily the most accessible sports league and that is a double-edged sword. I,
0: I, Yeah. (laughs) But that's what makes it so great to me. Like, that's why I love it more than the rest of the sports is because of the accessibility to the players, to those stories, to those emotions. Like, that is also the best part of it, too. But
2: but it's, and that's the crazy thing, though, is like, you you look at a guy like LeBron, right? Who on the court, he can be a little whiny. You don't like the way he plays, or maybe you're just an MJ fan like I am, and you're just like, I refuse to put you at the top of the pedestal. But, a lot of people can't separate basketball from the human. Mm-hmm. And if you look at LeBron, the human, he's one of the best people in the world. Mm-hmm. He constantly gives back, gives a lot of his money back to the communities, to the kids, to different philanthropic, uh, you know, endeavors. Like, why can't we? Why can't we just be humble enough to understand? Like, okay, I'm attacking LeBron as a basketball player because I don't like this decision. Cool, but. You can't just sit there and say I hate LeBron James all the time because I just don't like him. Like can, why? Because
1: everything's one dimensional and there's no nuance when it's yeah. when it's on social in particular Twitter. Because you can't have depth. You can't say I saw this, but I don't believe that that's always true. Like it's all or nothing.
2: It's it's never like if, depth. If you I know you guys have seen this Lindsay, I know you've seen this in in, in Espo. I know you've seen this too and I assume you have Gerald like if you've ever seen Devin Booker at a charity event or like when they did the fashion walk a couple years ago, the fashion show. And uh, there was this little girl that he was walking down the, down the runway with. And the time that he took, like he took like 15 minutes just to spend time talking to this little girl. And like, if you've ever had a a conversation with a five-year-old, (laughs) yeah, <laughs> That's what It'll I was in this boat vision. right now. Like it can be difficult, right? Mm. Like it it takes a very unique human being to be able to relate to somebody on that level. Mm. Um, and and that he took the time and the effort to do that kind of stuff. But people don't see that. No. They don't see that all the time. And when they do see it, it's like force fed to them through the prism of the team as opposed to like you just genuinely seeing that. But people need to understand like these guys put a lot of time and effort not only into the game and to, to what um, their routine is, but also into the community, into people. Like, they genuinely care. Like, Devin Booker, I know, genuinely cares about Suns fans. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Suns fans will, will be quick, or NBA fans will be quick to turn around and be like, well... He didn't do this, or he didn't do this, or he didn't do this, and right. it's just toxic.
4: During during pregame routines, you see him when he leaves the court. Like it's just he's like the pied piper. The way that the fans are gathered around him just to get autographs, and the way that he takes time doing that. Um, you I know, usually he's, he's
2: I usually play the flute behind him. So.
4: Right. Exactly. <laughs> he's he's an exemplary dude in that respect. Um, I do think I think with this particular conversation, though, it is directly related to what happened in a preseason game. I think we're all a little bit sensitive as son's people based on the way the last few months have been. We're a little tightly wound up over this. So the jokes were probably hitting deeper than they they should have. They were were funny. They were funny, but Twitter was a toxic place last night because of us backlashing to these jokes. And like, it's, it's unfortunate that Devin Booker gave it a response and gave it more life the next day. But I understand from his perspective, like, Man, it's been months and years of this shit. Like, stop. It's a natural
1: human reaction. <laughs> right. And we want that from our athletes. And when they give it, we shit on them for it. Mm-hmm. And that's problematic to me, too. Oh, we want these guys to be real. show it. And then you show them yep. the ocean. And then yep. they get hammered for it. D- I hate that about it. DA
2: is the oh, model yes. citizen for that. Like if he's happy, oh, he's too happy. Yeah, doesn't if he's care. If he's upset, not oh, enough. he's an ass. Yeah, like, not <laughs> aggressive enough. He's playing video games way too late. It's t- completely look at his look at his body language. It's not good, blah blah blah. It's like, oh, dude, it's just
0: We just want to have back. our cake and eat it too. Just take a step okay. back. We'll take a
2: deep take breath. breath.
1: Just give me winning
0: basketball. No, you know what you need. <laughs> you know what you need. What? You need to go get yourself some OGs yeah, and, and just calm. You know what? Down.
2: <laughs> the fuck
0: Yes. <laughs> Is that kinds. their new flavor? Yes, it should be. Calm the fuck Let's talk down. to them. They need a flavor that's just, you, you know, calm yourself down.
2: <laughs> but Maybe that's our next shirt.
0: Maybe. Calm, that's actually a really good down. idea. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. Sponsored by sponsored
2: system. by OGs and Sons. That's and Sun's cross our cross season. Crossover shirt. Hold on. Yeah. Let's go. That's that's our collaboration. Calm the fuck down. That's yes. our
1: theme for the year. There it is. Calm the fuck down. There yep. you go. <laughs>
2: Welcome to the Suns go. 2022 Calm <laughs> the Fuck <laughs> Down. With a PH.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, you guys should definitely grab some OGs, whether it's um, Their uppers, the downers, I don't remember what they're sativa called. Sativa, Indica.
2: I don't say uppers and downers. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's oh a different kind. It's a different kind. Molly. <laughs> 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 oh, no, this
0: is embarrassing. <laughs> they got downers. Can we run and put that all? No, didn't you, you say like no, Indica and uh, Sativa is like... It won't one you gives asleep. you more energy and one makes <laughs> yeah, you a yeah, little yeah. sleepier. Uppers and downers uppers are cursing. Okay, losing. well, that's <laughs> what I meant. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm <When> just <he's> pushing
2: Quaaludes <laughs> quailu <on laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Oh, no. no. not uppers <laughs> and downers.
0: This is so embarrassing. <laughs> so. Uh, let me try again. <laughs> Whether you would like a little <laughs> bit more energy.
2: By the way, crack OGs. is an upper. <laughs>
0: crack is less. Oh, you're making this worse. I'm going to start turning red. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, well, I think you need to do OGs ads from now on because I'm failing miserably.
1: <laughs> That's OGs.com, OGEZ.com, or you can find them at your local dispensaries, Indica, Sativa, whatever you need. They got you covered. The best flavors oh. in the business. Lindsay's trying to sell you. You something else but i'm trying I'm to sell like, you oh geez right here calm the fuck the down the new right?
2: sleepy time gummy is elite with that new cbn oh my goodness i took it last night i took 10 migs for the first time mm-hmm. i don't even remember life so, cbm that's the same league that this 36ers were in right <laughs> yeah
0: i don't i don't Halo.
2: like i fell asleep and i woke up and i was like what the hell just happened the last 10 hours but did you feel uh, real rested man so rested. A lot of Sun so fans resting. wish they had done that last mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Sometimes uh, you just got to do it. Sometimes you just got to pop an OGs when, 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 when you're stressed and you're just like, okay, let me just. that that Honestly, that is the best pivot is if you if you look and you know Twitter is just going to be ravaged with trolls. Mm-hmm. Just pop an OGs and call it a day. Get above put it. Your put, some, down. put some Ted Lasso on and just chill. Mm-hmm. Tap that believe sign. <laughs>
0: Alright, one last time. You can check them out at ogsbrands.com You can find them on Instagram at ogsbrands and you can find their products at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase Stop it, Saul. I'm already embarrassed You can find my what Lindsay head, was pushing My ears are hot, the back of my head is throbbing because I'm already embarrassed
1: uh, <laughs> You can find what Lindsay upper. was pushing anywhere that there's shoes uh, strung over an electrical wire Oh
2: uh, uh, <laughs> Land the plane. Oh my god. Landed. If you see somebody wearing an orange hoodie or a beanie, okay. walk the other way. Yeah,
0: All right. Uh-huh. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for tuning <laughs> in. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay's The Daisy. You can follow Saul. I saw underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo tickets. us go, can I do it? No, I got one. Oh, I got one okay, too.
2: Wait, we'll so you, go, you, you go, go first. So. You go first. Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> for the, just remember, when the internet. Goes down, the show gets better. So
2: look for the replay. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say, whether you're up or down, you can always come here to fuck around. Like G, no plan B, always <laughs> on oh! the job. My team moved like the <we> mob, turn the beat on. I throw it down like DA on the lot. Best combo since KJ, Marlon,
0: and Charles. If you squat, just sitting on the chat, get involved. rom say it's got flavor. <laughs>